Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 65 of the talk in the line podcast hey thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful wednesday of bets you know the deal Before we dive deep into today's action, talk some lines for you guys and give you the value that we found across today's slates, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL podcast on, whether that be live on YouTube or the recording on YouTube. If you are on YouTube three times in a row, make sure you hit that notification button as well so you never miss a live show dropping. And then if you're listening to the audio recorded version, make sure you hit that subscribe button there as well because we always release it promptly after the show. In addition, if you could be so kind and you got a couple extra seconds, hit that like button, leave us a comment, leave us a rating, all that good stuff. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you guys do, and it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. And last but not least, final item on the docket here, head on over to this episode's description. The first link you're going to see there, Talking the Line link tree. Within that link, you will locate all of the TTL Cruise content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Beautiful gambling people joining us on today's show. Once again, thank you so, so much for stopping by. I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Sroka, and I am beyond juiced to uh, get this show on the road and to get this day started. If you've been following my picks, you know why. If you haven't, you will soon find out. But before we get into all of that action, let me bring in the co-host of the TTL podcast, a man that I am honored and once again humbled to call my best friend and one of my partners in this venture. Well, I guess my only partner in this venture. Soon to be maybe new partners. Who knows? But also... The man that wields the golden hammer on every show. And since it has been brought back to the TTL pod, we are hot. So without further ado, let me bring in the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley Armags Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I'm feeling pretty damn solid, as are you, I can imagine. Uh, We had a damn solid day yesterday. Uh, you know, my three and one apparently doesn't hold a candle to your five and zero, oh, but 
I feel a lot of power with this damn hammer in my hand. I can tell you what. I'm blazing hot. Yeah. I'm burning up. I had to wear an extra layer to try and put the fire out on me right now. Mm. I am burning mm. hot, my friends. And uh, you know, I'm so hot. Maybe I'll cut a little weight in the process, too. Okay. Who knows what's okay. happening right now? A little bit of a chillier day in the Windy City starting things out here. You see my partner, T-shirt. He burns a little hotter than I yeah, do. Yeah, I run a so, little hot. So uh, was a little chilly this morning. You know, probably end up ripping this thing off, but kept it on for the show. Enough of that nonsense. Us being a full transparency show here at the TTL Pod. You know the deal. We always recap yesterday's best bets or the day before's best bets, however you want to say it. So without further ado, let's just get right on into that action because, you know, I don't know. Is this good? Is this is this good? Eh, not to toot our own horn, this but... Right uh, here. This isn't good right here. This one's not good. But, uh, hey, you know, the only thing that I can complain about yesterday is R-Mag's White Sox. <laughs> but quick recap, R-Mag's picks, four on the docket for him yesterday, went three and one. The White Sox were the only ones that failed to cover in the first five against the P-Roots. And then turn your attention to the right side of the screen. Yours truly, five and O oh on the day. Four and O oh yesterday, nine and O oh start to the week. Twelve, one and one start to the week as a crew. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been telling you for the past week that we are back on the up escalator and uh, I think they've kicked this some bitch into hyperdrive. I don't know uh, what's going on, what's happening. The stars are aligning and we're feeling real good. Let me tell you that. Uh, but the two for Tuesday parlay, again, your socks. Gosh darn it. What the heck mm-hmm. happened yesterday in Pittsburgh? I don't know, man. I uh, don't know what's going on. Just a little bandwagon check here. Get yeah. the uh, fakes off the off the off the train, my man. I guess so. I uh, we'll be back on track in no time. I hope so, man. Uh, your socks are sticking into that struggle bus at the plate right now, and thank goodness for you, my cubbies got out of it last night. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking we might have a two-way action there with both of our teams. Yeah, I was a little uh, little concerned, and then they put up a boatload yeah. of runs in the sixth inning. Both of our starting after. pitchers were uh, as solid as we needed them to be, but uh, yeah. you know, absolutely, my socks offense stayed quiet all game long yeah man hopefully they get uh get back woke up again and uh then wrapping things up yesterday's best bets well actually the money line dice's best bets yesterday that kind of sounded weird to say but they went one and one uh hit the under seven and a half with ease but the miami marlins after failing with a runners on second and third to go up three to one they lost that game two to one so uh didn't get the cover but dice are one and one still chip 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 Chipping away at that mm. doggone record, let me tell you, they are uh, back shiny, ready to rock and roll for today's show, and uh, I think that I think we got a two and zero day coming from the dice, or maybe one and zero, maybe a little double down action. Hey, we'll see what happens. Hey. We'll see what happens. But speaking of today's show. You know the deal. You know how we get down here at the TTL pod. Uh, kicking things off, best bets of the day. You got Armag's best bets of the day, and then my best bets of the day. Then we're going to get into the special plays of the day. That's right. I said plays. Another Wednesday means another double special play day. We got the Wednesday Warrior coming at you and the Wednesday Parlay pop-off. Holy smokes, we were hot as can be on special plays last week, and now we started off a little cold, but we went 4-2 and two last week, so maybe these Monday and Tuesday were just our two losses. 
I'm feeling even better about this one tonight. How confident we were yesterday going back and forth is generally something you don't like to see between (laughs) handicappers. And now that we look back at it, maybe it was something we should have considered. But for today, there's none of that nonsense going on. Three-legger for the parlay pop-off, as always, pan out over 4-1, to almost 5-1 to odds on that bad boy. Then the aforementioned Moneyline Dice stop by for their episodic role, and uh, they're going to give us their best bet selections, everything in between for tonight's matchup between the Rockies and the Mariners. Speaking of Rockies and Mariners, let me get into that real quick before we tell Go you about ahead. the rest of the show. Holy shit, they saved me going 5-0 and yesterday. 4-0 looked beautiful. 4-0, I was good to go. No mm-hmm. problem, no question. We are in the fifth inning of the Mariners and the Rockies game. If you did not watch it, ladies and gentlemen, you missed a sweat. With two outs in the bottom of the fifth and the bases loaded and a 3-2 count, J.P. Crawford fouled off about five pitches in a row and then hit a laser on the ground, which he ran out and beat the throw at first base by Superman diving and barely brushing his hand Mm -hmm. across the bag. Electric. How can you not love sports? How can you say baseball is boring? Oh my gosh. I I was uh, in the process of looking at today's lines, mm-hmm. looking at some matchups. I usually have a notepad. I, I like to do pen and paper, you sure. know? So I got my legal pad and everything. My legal pad went across the room. My <laughs> pen went up in the air. I'm dancing around. I'm sure everybody was real happy at 11 o'clock Central Standard oh, Time definitely. here. Uh, but hey, whatever the case might be. But man, if you guys missed that, that was a sweat. And the M's in the first five covered the minus and a half and got me that 5-0. and oh. yeah. So goodness gracious, I wanted to say something about that because that was a game in the first five. But then, back to the show. Uh, Second half of today's show, you know the deal. Ransom reactions. We got plenty of shit to get into. The NBA is a madhouse. C, no, no, PG-13 falling into bad spots. He's at the line, and he should be able to make those those baskets yeah you might think we oh oh man we might have some real stuff to get into the war on sticky stuff rages on in the mlb we really got some stuff to get into there we got hot takes galore ladies and gentlemen so stick around for the second half of today's show ransom reactions and then closing things out you know me colts motivation minutes i got a little message for you on spreading some love today so make sure you stick around get a little extra inspiration and motivation but for now Cut all the nonsense, cut all the drama, cut all the banter that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come to the TTL pod and hang out with the crew for the Stone Cold Locks and running tickets to the window with us all day and night long. So without further ado, let's get things started today with today's first segment of the day, the usual crew's best bets of the day, and you know the deal. Our Mags kicks things off around these parts, and it's time for his best bets of the day. Now, if you didn't read the description, we got 10 total picks coming at you today. Our Mags, getting wild today, got five picks coming at you, so that means I got a five spot coming at you today as well. Eight and one yesterday, I predicted a sweep. There had to be at least one sacrifice in order for us to get a 10 and 0 sweep today i see it on the horizon i love my partner's plays i was a little bit iffy and then he shared a couple of key trends and information with me on them that i am all over all five of his plays and they have already been locked in on my sports book 
So I suggest you get all ears, you listen up, you get ready to hammer in these bets, get out your sports books, and as always, partner, you have the floor. All righty, I appreciate it. So first play, this is going to be a little afternoon baseball action. We've got some early games, but I am staying away from those early games. Afternoon action coming out of the Brewers versus Diamondbacks. I am taking two plays out of this one, getting a little juicy here. First five run line for the Brewers, minus a half, and the Brewers full game, minus one and a half. I love the Brewers today with Brandon Woodruff on the mound, righty versus Caleb Smith, lefty for the D-backs. Woodruff, 1.94 ERA, even better on the road, 1.59 ERA for his road starts. He's coming off of his worst start of the season over there in Colorado. We know how things get over there. Quite Uh, wild. Worst start of the season easily. First start since opening week that he allowed more than two earned runs, so very uncharacteristic. But he actually settled back down. Oh, excuse me. Getting wild, Getting knocking wild, out knocking headphones. Out. <laughs> Holy gracious. smokes. Hey, you worry about your analysis. I'll get the I'll get the set okay, back okay, in order right here. Right. Hey, as always, never know what you're going to get here at the TTL pod. <laughs> okay, okay. Never know what you're going to get. Bring it back in here. Coming off of his first start. <laughs> yeah, get that hammer in your hand. Calm down. Opening week. <laughs> and uh, he actually settled back in after that. It was all in the first inning. Gave up five run runs in that game. All of them in the first inning. Settled back in, went through five innings, didn't give up another run after that. So he's coming back with some momentum after that rough first inning. So i like him to continue that momentum and get back to his usual self, zero or one earned run start for him. Uh, he has seen the Diamondbacks a couple times in his career, and they've got a 200 batting average against him, 250 OBP, 312 slugging. So needless to say, they struggle against this guy. And in their last five games versus right-handers, even worse, 127 batting average, 241 OBP and 2.19 runs per nine, zero home runs. Last 10 games, very similar, so it's not like it's a very recent. I mean, we all know the story. They had a rough, rough losing streak. You throw them a lefty, they can do some damage, but not against righties. Yep. Uh, And you got Caleb Smith on the mound for them today. Lefty, he is placed into the starter role due to some injuries in that rotation. Not terrible since coming back into the rotation. He pitched well versus the Brewers earlier this month. Brewers still won that game to zip. I think it's going to be a little different this second time around. And they, uh, after seeing him once earlier this season, earlier this month, actually, uh, they're going to have a little bit of familiarity and they're going to put up a few runs, in my opinion. Their offense now, after, uh, you know, I mentioned it last week, a little bit stagnant, starting to tick back up a little bit. Five runs in four of their last five games. And in their last five versus lefties, 263 batting average, 333 OBP, and 5.06 runs per nine. So things are starting to pick up here. Uh, actually, on both sides of the plate, or both sides uh, versus lefties and righties, uh, but especially versus lefties here. And uh, so that really hammers a home for not only uh, the first five, but also the full game, but just to hammer a little bit home on the full game. Brewers bullpen last 10, 3-5-3 ERA, so not too bad at all. Pretty decent. The Diamondbacks last 10 partner, 8.59 ERA. Brutal. One of the worst bullpens on the season, 5.22 ERA on the season, 5.31 at home. So not like they got some good home splits, bad road splits. They are just a flat-out bad bullpen, one of the worst in the league. And they are uh, about as bad as can be right now. 8.59 8.59 ERA for that bullpen. Uh, so if uh, Caleb Smith keeps these guys down, I, uh, you know, at the worst, I still see a 2 1 3 1 Brewers win in the first five. And then, uh, you know, I still like that Diamondbacks offense to stay cold. And if the Brewers can't put up too many runs on Caleb Smith, I think they will put up a few. But if not, that bullpen is going to let up a few. And this is. Uh, 
Brewers team is going to cover that one and a half run line partner. So first two plays coming for the Brewers. I think you are spot on. I can't add anything to that. Uh, you hit the hammer on the nail on that one, my friend, or the nail on the head, however you want to say it. Uh, but keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Uh, you are getting chirped a little bit here in the comments saying, guy. take it easy a little oh, bit over oh, here, I'll guy. Take here, it Stewart. easy a little bit, guy. But uh, hey, good to see you as always, too. Zach. Uh, appreciate you. Appreciate your kind words, my friend. But carry on, I partner. Carry on. Second or third pick third of pick. the day. All right. Third pick, second game. Uh, this was the one that you were a little bit skeptical about, but I'll, uh, yeah. as I turned you, I will turn these other folks as well. Astros minus one and a half coming back to the well. We took it on the parlay yesterday. That's the one that covered. Colt took it on Monday. That one covered easy. Uh, but today we've got Jose Urquidy on the mound for the Astros. Righty versus Thomas Eshelman. Righty for the O's. Now, Urquidy, 3.65 ERA. Part of my partner's skepticism was that he's a lot better at home, and I can't deny that. But I do believe that road ERA is a little bit inflated. You know, he's got some uh, very good, uh, whole, very tough starts against some really good offenses in their home park. Uh, a little bit inflated earlier this month. Road start against Toronto when they were red hot earlier in the month. Gave up six runs. He has reined it in lately, and he's pitching very solid. Astros in his last eight start are seven and one straight up, seven and one to the run line. And that going back to April, only loss was that one to Toronto, as I mentioned. And he is facing an Orioles team, another team where you know the story. They are ice cold. And once again, it is when they face righties. 216 batting average over their last 10, 281 OBP. Another team that if you give them a lefty, they can do some damage, but not against righties. Eshelman. First start of the season was actually last week. Pitched pretty well, but caught Toronto in a slump. So, uh, you know, they've come back a little bit, but it's all about who you play and when you play them because these Astros are red hot right now. Last 10 versus righties, 295 batting average, 365 OBP, 7.4 runs per nine over their last 10 Ooh. versus righties. They have won nine in a row. They have covered one, minus one and a half in eight of those games. They are averaging 7.5 runs per game over that win streak, and it is against some damn good pitchers, partner. Pineda, Gibson, Cease, Lynn, Keuchel. The only one that was able to hold them down was my guy Rodon. They still won that game. Uh, and this Houston bullpen, last 10, 1.53 ERA compared to a Baltimore bullpen. Not quite as abysmal as that D-backs bullpen, but still a pretty brutal 6.11 ERA over their last 10. So even if Eshelman has a decent start, I still like this Astros. I, I, I'm not even going to say that because I think this Astros team is going to put up some runs on Eshelman, but that bullpen is just as brutal. So I am calling for another Astros cover today. Keep that win streak and cover streak rolling. Astros minus one and a half. I agree with you there. Uh, you've got me sided over with you. You're my partner as always. Uh -huh. I'm going to hammer in the bets that you you got. You did the analysis. You're not a stew bum over there, so I know you're doing something. You're seeing something. So, uh, you know, I'm I, a uh, bit concerned on the minus one and a half just because I've gone to the well so many times repeatedly. But, uh, hey, I'll go back to the well gladly. Astros minus one and a half. Time for number four, Mr. Magnuson. All right, number four, going back to the well after a win yesterday on this play. I am taking the Red Sox versus Rays over eight and a half. 
little, little just a half point higher than yesterday, one point depending on where you caught it. Uh, but you've got Garrett Richards on the mound, righty for the Red Sox, Rich Hill, lefty for the Rays. Rich Hill, we mentioned it last month, he was unbelievable in May, 0.78 in May, but starting to come back down to earth and looking like the 41-year-old that you might expect mm. to see. Mm. 4.91 ERA in June, four earned runs in his last two starts each. And not against any, uh, you know, high-powered offenses, Baltimore and Seattle. I did mention Baltimore can hit lefties. But Seattle, not a great lefty-hitting team. Not terrible. But nonetheless, four earned runs in the last two starts. And this Boston team, seven runs scored in four of their last six. And versus lefties, they are one of the best lefty-hitting teams in the league. But their last five games, they are scorching hot. 352 batting average, 387 OBP, 6.89 runs per nine, and 4.0 Ks per nine. Extremely low strikeout rate versus lefties. It's even lower than that on the season. It's 3.1 for the season versus lefties. They do not strike out uh, versus lefties. And this Rays team has lost seven straight not their offense's fault, though. Allowed at least five runs in their last six. So I still like that offense to put up some runs on Garrett Richards. And you also get a little boost in their lineup starting yesterday with number one prospect, Vonder Franco, hit a three-run bomb yesterday. These guys have not seen him. They're not going to know how to pitch to him. And he is every bit of what he is expected to be. And Garrett Richards, 4.36 ERA, 5.75 ERA in June 30 hits, 9 walks, 13 earned runs over 20 and a third innings pitched. That's close to a 2 whip. He has given up base runners. Getting He's been limiting some damage because, uh, you know, when you got a 2 walks, hits per innings pitch, that's going to typically lead to a higher ERA number. And I think that, uh, you know, that trend starts to actually come to fruition as far as allowing those runs when he does allow those base runners. So all in all, I like this Red Sox team to uh, kind of, Get on Rich Hill similarly that he's been uh, giving up some runs the last couple of starts here. And if not, three, four earned runs in the first few innings, maybe even higher. Uh, and Garrett Richards, a little bit more of the same. So I am loving this over eight and a half between these two teams, partner. I might have a play coming out of this matchup sure, as sure. well. And I might be a little bit higher on um, Garrett Richards than you are. Fair. I don't think those trends are going to go in the direction you're saying. Am I saying your play well, so, is wrong? No, no, no. Hold on. No, you're good. What I'm saying is I think that the Red Sox are going to put up so many damn runs that they might just cover right. this themselves. And yeah, Richards might give up an earned run or two, maybe three, maybe four, if it's a real rough day. But uh, some of the key things yeah. you said, and you'll hear from some of the things sure, I sure. might say. But, but yeah, that's part it. of the reason why I left Garrett Richards for the very end, because the other parts of it, Rich Hill and the Red Sox offense, are much higher on my Huge. nails on that one. Huge. So, uh, you know, might have a little... Uh, prop of the day out of this one yet don't have any odds yet ooh, usually comes ooh, in the afternoon ooh, but uh, ooh. might have to do something with 41 year old rich hill and that red sox k rate who knows we'll see who's to say mm. uh so anyways fourth play red sox rates over eight and a half big fan big fan already hammered it in no question no doubt i love this one once again i'll gladly go back to the well with you partner how about you wrap this thing up, your best bets of the day, with number five today. Number five. Give them the value you found coming out of the last matchup. All right, a little bit of some late action here. Marquee game of the day, no question. Dodgers-Padres. I am taking the Dodgers' first five money line here, and I am backing the mess out of Trevor Ro uh, Trevor Bauer. Excuse mm. me. Got Trevor Rogers on the mind. mind. <laughs> Don't have him here. One of my favorite pitchers had to stay away from today. He's on my mind. 
but Trevor Bauer, righty for the Dodgers, sticking with him uh, versus Joe Musgrove, righty. This should be a hell of a game. Uh, I mentioned it last week. I really think that Trevor Bauer's Trevor Bauer is about to get extremely hot. I don't want to say make a Cy Young push because that is uh, you know all but a wrap. Um, but he might. I think he's going to excel into the clear-cut number two pitcher in the National League behind Jacob DeGrom. Last start, best start of the season, seven innings pitch, three hits, zero earned runs. I think we're going to see more of the same from him today and beyond. Uh, He has pitched twice against San Diego and uh, pitched pretty damn well earlier on in this season. Padres took the first two games of this series, uh, and the Dodgers are going to be looking to jump all over Joe Musgrove early on in this one. I think it's going to be low scoring. Uh, Joe Musgrove faced the Dodgers once already in the season. Dodgers took the first five, two to one. I can see it pretty similar to that. I uh, I'm going to go out of limb and say that Bauer is going to hold him to zero, zero or zero or one <laughs> run. Excuse me. Yeah, bubbles in the throat, but mm, uh, okay. anywho, I, okay. am, uh, <laughs> I am all over Trevor Bauer today. Can't say too much else because I am so damn high on Trevor Bauer. And, uh, you know, I, I can't uh, say anything bad too much about Joe Musgrove other than the fact that this Dodgers team, uh, you know, it doesn't, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say has his number, but they, uh, they, they have the key to at least put up a couple of runs on him here in this first five partner. I agree with you, my friend. Once again, uh, I've already hammered this one in. I I think the pitching matchup looms pretty heavy. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't the top one on my list. Uh, end of the night, I didn't feel like popping any nitroglycerin pills yet Fair. again. Fair. Um, but I actually think I did take a, a late matchup. But however, still hammering this one in with you. I like the uh-huh. Dodgers in the first five. Bauer should have just enough to limit to these Padres, and the Dodgers offense should have just enough to get to Musgrove. So love you, Dodgers first five. Money line. There you go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. RMAG's best bets of the day. Five coming at you. Partner, anything you needed to lay down, any additional knowledge, information, storylines, any lines affecting your lines? I think I'm all set. All right, my friend. Well, I appreciate it. I know these folks appreciate it. And uh, if you got those best bets right now and you got your sports book out, make sure you get those bad boys hammered in at whatever the current best line you're finding them at because they're hot and my partner's hot ready to take those bad boys to the window let's keep it moving let's keep it grooving into my best bets of the day ladies and gentlemen i already told you i got five best bets coming at you and honestly i could not believe some of the value that i was getting um with uh, not the bubbles <laughs> fuck me <laughs> chirp in the chat here today i thought i laid down some pretty decent analysis you're but getting I, fucking uh, torched. my clumsiness is getting the best of me today you're apparently. getting fucking torched dude all right well moving <laughs> Moving along, some of the uh, value that I uh, that I was seeing here on my plays, I couldn't believe it. Um, they might be a little more sweaty than uh, this week has been starting, uh, but honestly, I don't necessarily think so. We'll uh, we'll we'll see. The jury is out mm-hmm. on it, but uh, you know, I'm prepared for sweat either way. But nonetheless, I am more than overly confident in these five plays, and I think I think I got another five. Burger on the map, my friend. Another clean sweep. 14-0 starts the week. Who knows? Who's to say? But let's get into today's best bets of the day coming from me. First pick, I am headed on over to the matchup between the heated division rivals of the Philadelphia Phillies and Washington Nationals. 
I am siding with the Washington Nationals' first five money line for my first pick today. And once again, starting off the card early and often. And uh, this one's coming down to some pitching matchup trends and some other key trends for me when it comes down to the pitchers. Really been seeing some trends in that ballpark and that area lately, no pun intended. And I'm going to stick with it. So the pitching matchup today, you got Eric Fetty on the mound for the Nats and Vince Velasquez on the mound for the Phils. Now, Fetty has been an arm that the Nats can depend on pretty solidly while they deal with some of these IL uh, injuries, some of this long-term stuff with some of their dominant pitchers. He's had 10 starts so far, 4-4 record for him with a 3.33 ERA, a 204 opponent batting average allowed, 290 OBP, and a pretty pristine 1.17 whip. So he's been pretty doggone good, and some of his um, games have been outliers. I think he's a much better pitcher than some of those rough games show. He did face Philadelphia already once this season, that being Fetty. On uh, 5-11, he went five innings with five hits, four Ks, three walks, and three earned runs. Well, since 5-11, he has really, really brought his command in. Uh, I don't think we're going to see that many walks. I don't think we're going to even see that many runners on base for this Phillies team. They have really, really struggled um, against righties as of late, and I think it kind of continues here today. But uh, with all that being said, he has not faced this Phillies team yet, and uh, or with I'm sorry, he has faced this Phillies team, and with them being the division rival, I think that he has a really, really good shot to uh, bounce back and take care of business here. So with all that also being said, his road starts also really impressed me. He's got four road starts so far, two and one record on the road with a 1.99 ERA and a 147 opponent batting average allowed compared to his 245 opponent batting average allowed at home and his 4.40 ERA at home. So for some reason, Fetty is top notch on the road in those starts. And in his last three starts overall, he has given up zero earned runs in 19 innings pitched against the Mets. San Francisco Giants and the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks, we can throw out the window, but the other two, I love it. Now for Velasquez, he has been someone uh, that early on in the season in May, you could really, really depend on. But like some of my partner's analysis, he has been a guy we get into June and now he has firmly planted himself on a seat on the struggle bus. In his uh, last five starts overall, he's given up a combined 15 earned runs. And 10 starts overall for Velasquez this season. 2-2 two two record with a 4.44 ERA, 2.23 opponent batting average allowed, but a 3.35 OBP and a 1.42 whip. He is actually worse at home than he is on the road this season. Three starts at home with a 4.50 ERA and a 2.27 opponent batting average allowed. And he has also faced Washington back uh, this month, actually, on the 6th. He only went four innings, allowed four hits with four Ks and a walk, and gave up three earned runs this nationals team is hot out of mm. nowhere all their all-star players who should be hitting are hitting right now and i like that three earned runs to maybe be five earned runs here in the first five innings today last but not least the last five games overall for these couple teams against righties the nats are heating up while the fills are cooling down you don't believe me check these out nats 343 at the plate at an average 398 obp and a 5.79 runs per nine in their last five versus righties 
compared to the Phils with a 139 batting average, 200 OBP, and a 1.93 runs per nine. They are cooling, cooling down, and I am not backing them at all to put up runs on the board. You're getting this line at about minus 115. I am flabbergasted with this pitching matchup. I think that the books are trying to get you to take the Philadelphia side with how Fetty pitched the last time, but I think Fetty has a bounce back game here, and I think we might see zero or one earned runs out of this guy, and I will back the hell out of the Nats in the first five on their money line right around minus 115. Yeah, I, I think I'm right there with you, my man. I uh, This is one that I didn't dive into too much. For whatever reason, I haven't had too much action on the Phillies or been watching them at all, so I, for whatever reason, those numbers slid under my own radar, so those last five numbers are brutal. Yeah, brutal. brutal. Very, very brutal. So, Hammer at home, you know in. the deal. Uh, Coach K, do what you got to do. Parlay if you want, my friend. But uh, hey, you, you, I give them to you straight for a reason. <laughs> if if one of them happens to lose and I lose the streak. With that being said, full, disclaim, full disclaimer, let's cash that motherfucking ticket, all right? Here we go. Second pick coming from me today, my friends. We are headed back to the well and back to the matchup between the San Francisco Giants and the Los Angeles Angels. Here we go again. You're going to hear it from me again. I love the pitching matchup here, and you have Kevin Gozman on the mound for the Giants and Shohei Otani on the mound for the Angels. Now, don't turn off the podcast quite yet. Stay around and listen to me. Gozman has been the money man mm-hmm. for the Giants. I talked about him yesterday with Di Sclafani getting the start and those two guys being the two pitchers that you can back in any spot in the first five innings. I think against the Angels tonight, who have really struggled at the plate lately, are that exact spot yet again. Now, you don't believe me how good Gozman's been. In nine road starts, with his top-line numbers being so good, I wanted to even narrow it down more for you. In nine road starts, 5-1 and record with a 0.99 ERA and a 179 opponent batting average allowed. I love him to limit the Angels tonight, who put up zero runs for the entire game last night. And uh, I think he has some very, very good success against this lineup who is on a bit of a slump and a little bit tired here. They've been on the road at home, on the road at home, and, and I think their bats continue to struggle. Also for Otani, you know the name. Everybody wants to run to it, and I think that's kind of a setup. I don't want to say it's a huge setup because he's a great player, but he hasn't actually been as good on the mound as you might think. He's been great at the plate, got invited to the home run derby, but the mound in his last five starts overall, he's given up a combined 10 earned runs. So he's actually not really been limiting uh, clubs at all at the plate. He's he's kind of been just like a normal average guy on the mound. It's been kind of crazy, a normal average guy that throws 100 miles an hour. <laughs> that being said, um, he is good at home, but Gozman is just a little bit better. Uh, six starts for him, 2-0 and with a 1.78 ERA and an I- almost identical 176 opponent batting average allowed. So I like this game to be really, really tight. I think it's going to be a pitcher's duel, but what interests me is the first five inning runs per game allowed. The Giants are second in the MLB with a 1.93 average allowed, but first in the MLB on the road with a 1.56 average allowed in the first five. You look at LA, they are 20th in the MLB with a 2.79 first five inning runs per game average allowed, and then 20th once again at home with a 2.44 average. You know, I, I think that um, the the Angels have the potential to take this game once it gets in the late innings. Uh, it might be finally a back and forth, 
but definitely not for the first five. Uh, if anybody's getting on the board, it's going to be the Giants. And once again, you're getting this right around minus 115. And the line is just too good to pass up with Gozman on the mound and how hot the Giants have been against on the plate against righties. Right. They have put up on average a 9.85 runs per nine in their last five overall against righties. So I'm back in the well. Giants first five money line for my second pick today. Yeah, I'm right there with you, my man. I think we mentioned it yesterday, but I'm not 100% positive. So if not, I'll say it again. This Angels offense coming into yesterday was putting up some runs. They were doing it against some mediocre pitchers, and you saw it yesterday with these Califani, a big old goose egg. So mm. I think we see more of that same here today with an even better pitcher in Kevin Gozman. 150% agree, my friend. That's why I locked her in. Yep. So third pick coming from me today. We are going to the matchup between the Kansas, oh, thank you, sir. Kansas City Royals and the New York Yankees. Might be surprising you, but I am taking the Kansas City Royals first five run line plus a half. Surprise, surprise, ladies and gentlemen, another pitching matchup that I think looms large here today. You got Danny Duffy on the mound for the Royals. Michael King taking the bump for the Yankees. Danny Duffy has been incredibly dominant and one of the few guys that the Royals can actually say that we hang our hats on this guy. The lefty has been great in seven starts. He's gone six innings or more in five of those starts with a four and three record, 1.94 ERA, 222 opponent batting average allowed. 276 OBP and a 1.13 whip. He has been dominant, dominant, and also on the road, he's been dominant. Four starts overall, three and one record, 1.88 ERA and a 174 opponent batting average allowed. I love him to limit the brand name of the Yankees here today, who actually really have been struggling at the dish against lefties in their last five games overall. 146 batting average, 255 OBP, and only a 4.63 runs per nine against lefties in their last five. So I think that trend's can trend continues but i think some key trends continue for michael king on the opposing bump he has or he actually started the season off incredibly hot and thought that uh, he was going to be one of the main guys in this rotation and now he also has found himself a seat on the struggle bus 12 earned runs in his last five starts overall four starts uh at home 11 or four starts overall 11 games pitched i'm sorry he had a couple of bullpen days 0-3 er or 0-3 record goodness gracious 4.08 era two. 54 opponent batting average 335 on base percentage and a 1.39 whip kansas city in their last five versus righties 307 batting average 358 obp and a 5.83 runs per nine their offense is starting to heat back up and they have some firepower that flies under the radar sure do and I think that they have just what it takes to jump all over king who has really struggled lately and uh you know I I see this game potentially being tied at five. That's why I'm taking the half run backing. But if anybody's going to score, it's going to be the Royals. I don't think that the Yankees touch any part of Danny Duffy here today. So there you go. My third best bet of the day, Kansas City Royals, first five run line plus a half. Yeah, I'm right there with you, my man. Even if it was just the pitching matchup, I would think I think I would like this as well. But then when you lay down the uh, Royals, real sneaky the last handful of games, starting that offense is starting to pick back up to where we saw them a couple weeks yep. ago, and that was the Yankees against the lefties right now, my man. As you mentioned, ice, ice cold. So I'm right there with you. Appreciate it, my friend. Let's keep it moving. Hammer it home. Keep it grooving. For my fourth and uh, next pick coming up on the docket here today, 
We're just going to keep it going with these pitcher trends, ladies and gentlemen. I am going to the matchup my partner's already talked about, the Tampa Bay Rays and the Boston Red Sox, but I like the Boston Red Sox first five run line plus a half. Again, it comes down to this pitching matchup. Garrett Richards on the mound for the Sox. My partner told you a lot of stuff there. I know he doesn't have the best top line numbers at all, and I, I can't disagree with any of that. But nine road starts for him. He's actually been a lot better on the road than he has at home, and somebody that the Sox can bank on to help them contend in some of these tight games on the road three and one record for him on the road to 3.38 era and a 268 opponent batting average allowed the rays are actually really struggling versus righties right now too uh 169 batting average 233 obp and 3.47 runs per nine in their last five you mentioned uh added wander franco mm-hmm. i think that does a lot for their offense uh that trend will kind of turn around but uh, i like them to kind of continue to struggle here at least for the first five against richards mm-hmm. the rays have been that team that have uh kind of similar to the oakland athletics that are one of those teams that got to get it done uh in the uh back half of the game sure. um but actually the athletics crazy i say that they have been heating up in the first five again here but the rays are one three and one straight up in the first five innings over their last five games overall and last night was tied five to five so that plays well for the plus half on the run line there but my partner also mentioned uh rich hill and i too uh am all over the fact that he came out really early looking great and now the old dog has really returned to uh his form and uh, what we expected to see combined eight runs over his last two starts and his home starts have been pretty bad seven starts at home two and two record 3.72 era and a 196 opponent batting average allowed so he's uh kept the averages down but he's got guys on base all over the place and the era isn't great the red Sox versus lefties my partner already told you it i i don't have to rehash any of that at all they have been mashing the ball against lefties any team putting up over six runs a game against lefties in their last five i am backing no question and the red Sox do have a pretty small sample size against hill so nothing crazy to report there but i do think they start to trend in the right direction especially with how rough hill has been lately and then the first five inning runs per game are actually what really tips me off to this play the rays find themselves in these battle games and then they have to try and get a bunch of runs in the late innings i already kind of said that but i think this is uh something again that we see tonight with boston being third overall in the mlb with 3.14 average first five inning runs and then they're also third in the mlb on the road in first five inning runs with uh, straight up 3.00 and then Tampa Bay 14th right around middle of the pack 2.51 average and then once again 14th at home uh, with a 2.56 average so you give me a little bit half a run uh, and, and then you're giving me a half run in the good direction and I'm getting a half run on the run line so I absolutely love it here the Sox are 5-0 and straight up in the last five meetings overall between these two teams I like them to jump all over the Rays and Rich Hill very early and then uh, might turn into a battle again in the late inning after the first five and uh, cash that over for you as well, partner. So I love it. Fourth pick of the day, the Boston Red Sox first five run line plus a half. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Let's wrap up my best bets and everything of the day. Here we go. Check it out. Last one. Going to the matchup, back to the matchup between the Oakland Athletics and the Texas Rangers. If you haven't listened to me yet, both of these teams have certain spots that you can bet them on. And today is once again the A's day. So I'm taking the Athletics first five money line. 
Once again, the pitching matchup, James Caprielian versus Mike Fultonuix. I'm just going to call him Fulty, all right? So Caprielian has been solid so far in his seven short starts. 4-1 record, 38 innings pitched, 2.84 ERA with a 182 opponent batting average allowed, 280 OBP and a 1.11 whip. He has had a bit of a struggle uh, on the road so far, but on the road, he faced the Yankees, the Colorado Rockies, the Mariners, the Angels, and the Red Sox. So he has given up some runs, but those Rangers are not those teams at the plate, and we have seen that all season long. Texas in their last five versus righties, only 229 at the plate with a 280 OBP and 4.46 runs per nine. These Rangers have not faced James Caprielian yet, so I like him to have them off balance all night long and really improve some of those road numbers that uh, really don't tell the full story of the pitcher that he is. Now for Fulte, he is somebody that you need to look at and run in the opposite direction. 14 starts for him with a 1-7 record, 5.59 ERA, 294 opponent batting average, 340 OBP, and a 1.43 whip. He gives them, gives up runs, gives up hits, gives up everything in between. He is a bit better at home, but it is still a struggle in a half form. Nine home starts, 1-4 record, 4.71 ERA, and a 263 opponent batting average allowed. They, um, the uh, A's have been great on the road all season long, and I think they continue that. They are still second in the MLB, trying to get the first uh, in straight-up wins on the road, 20-12 and 12 straight up overall. I love Cap uh, Caprielian here to return to form and uh, start looking real good on the road. I love Fulte to continue to struggle at home and struggle just in general, and these A's bats are heating right back up once again, and I think that they're going to... Uh, Maybe put up another 5-0 little stint here in the first five innings. So I'll gladly go back to the well. Oakland Athletics, first five, money line. I love it, man. If I was forced to take one of your five plays, this would probably be the one. Uh, this is probably the one that I would uh, guess is going to be the least sweaty for you. Uh, because, uh, you know, and I don't think it's fair that you get to abbreviate Fulty down to Fulty as a, as opposed to me who has to struggle with Fultonetics whenever hey, I pick against them. Hey, you could just say Fulty, man. Uh, I, I didn't the make the rules. I didn't make the rules. I'm not trying. Whatever. I'm I'm not trying to butcher yeah. that name all okay. over the place. So I'll just say Fulty. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Well, there you go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> my five best bets of the day. Let's keep it rocking. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it grooving. Uh, don't know if there's any streaming issues. Do apologize if there is. Seems to be a little YouTube bug. Uh, but every time I say that, you you guys say everything's good, so maybe it's just on our side and YouTube's acting weird. So moving into today's special play of the day, the Wednesday Warrior. Here we go. We're going to the NBA for today's Wednesday Warrior. Yes, and, uh, you know, I got the team we're taking to win the NBA championship outright. So, uh, partner, if you got anything here to say, I know you're not super high on this team, at least for the series, sure. but in this game. So uh, interested to hear what you got on the Atlanta Hawks plus eight for today's Wednesday Warrior. Alrighty, so that is the Wednesday Warrior. Those Hawks with the eight point cushion. Um, I think this this Bucks team's got a good chance of winning this game, uh, but that eight point cushion is just a little too high to pass up. The Hawks have won both of their game ones in this postseason outright versus the Knicks, and then the 76ers catching them on. Uh, uh, you know, obviously the Knicks was the opening round, but then catching the Sixers off balance coming back home after a tough series. I think it's going to be a little bit more of the same. Obviously, the Hawks had their own tough series, but the the, the Bucks with a, a brutally tough, tough 
series against the Brooklyn Nets. Going to be a little bit tired, worse for wear. Uh, so have seen we have seen the majority of these game ones throughout the postseason, not just with these teams. Pretty doggone close. Not necessarily the same situation as the Hawks, where the road team comes in and gets the win. But you see a lot of these game ones real tight with that home team, a little off balance with the new opponent. The Hawks are actually 12-3 and ATS last 15 games in Milwaukee uh, historically here. So I like Atlanta to continue that and maybe see a little 5-4, 5-6-point Bucks win and a cover for the Hawks partner. Absolutely. Um, you know, I could even see the Hawks outright win in this game. Sure. Uh, I think the, the Bucks are extremely overvalued, but uh, I can't really add anything you say. I mean, I, it seems homer for me to back them at plus eight because I, I have that championship ticket. So right. kind of so, wanted you to add some stuff. And no, I like sure. what you said, because it, it makes a lot of sense. And I, I think this game one is going to be a lot tighter than the books uh, are giving you and then what the public is actually thinking. Right. And another thing that I liked that I saw this morning, one thing that I liked in that last series uh, for the Nets and the Bucks was that the Bucks obviously a great three point shooting team, top five field goal or three point field goal percentage in the Nets defense uh, against field goal percentage is pretty high. Hawks not to, not too much uh, of a difference there. Top five defensively against three point percentage. So I like that too. Uh, you know, kind of continuing this one, and uh, it's going to be a little bit of a not struggle for the Bucks to score necessarily, but uh, it's not going to come as easily as some people may think it's going to. No. Uh, and like I said, I do like the Bucks in this series and in this game to win outright, but. I love that eight-point cushion today. Me as well. And I don't think uh, Giannis has a, as big of a game uh, as everybody is kind of thinking here. Mm -hmm. I think maybe a little bit uh, too long off, maybe a little bit of court rust. He's uh, a little too cocky after that last game against the Nets. I don't and know. And I mean, yeah, and it's not like this is, uh, oh, we have to get, win uh, game one to set the tone here. Like if they win or if they lose this game, they still got more than enough time to get it back on track and get this series in five, six games even still. So hey, we'll see. Maybe uh, – I'm thinking my Hawks get the job done. I was going to say, well, yeah, you know, kind of continue with that. I, I think it's a little bit different for the Hawks. But they hey, we'll get, get into that in the ranting sure. reactions. Right, Let's get the enough. best bets out. We got that coming later. So there is today's Wednesday Warrior, the Atlanta Hawks, plus eight. Told you it's a double special play day. If you're a fan of the DTL pod, you know this comes on every Wednesday, but let's move right along into today's parlay pop-off. You know the deal. Three legs coming at you, and we take the Wednesday Warrior one of my picks, and one of our mags picks. Parlay those bad boys up, and we create the second special play of every Wednesday, the Wednesday Parlay Pop-Off. Told you at the top of the show, today's special plays odds. Didn't write them down, but they are right around uh, plus 450. You're getting, and uh, some of the lines might have moved, you get, might get a little closer to plus 500. But if you got a fresh, crisp $20 bill burning a hole in uh, your pocket or in your account, toss it on there. You're going to get a nice uh, over $100 payout. So love this one today. Not going to give you a whole bunch of analysis or anything because uh, uh, our mags already broke down his play on this. Same with me. And then we just gave you the Wednesday Warrior. So the three Three legs on today's Wednesday parlay pop-off. We are taking the Atlanta Hawks plus eight. The Milwaukee Brewers first five run line minus a half. And the Oakland Athletics first five money line. Parlay those bad boys up and call it the parlay pop-off. And let's take that bad boy to the window. Mm -hmm. Let's get back on the special play track. We got all the stars aligned for our personal picks, but it's time to get the special plays in the right direction. And I think we got two caches coming our direction here today. I, as a matter of fact, have already locked them in. I want to give you guys the opportunity to do the same. So let's just quickly recap today's best bets of the day. 
there we have it. We are in the beautiful Seattle Mariners ballpark. Uh, what is it called nowadays, uh, Max? T-Mobile Park. Had to double check on that. T-Mobile Park now. I, uh, we might have to fire our graphics guy again. Apparently, he did not hear that you were taking the Nats first five money line. Oh, so yes. That one is not yes, on your screen there. Yes, terrific, terrific. So I'll have to add That's that at some point in time. about strike number five on our yeah, graphics guy Yeah, man, there. the graphics guy is going to have to uh, definitely get some things figured out here, my friend. Uh, but for the for today's plays, uh, left side of your screen, RMAX picks. Quick recap, the Milwaukee Brewers first five run line minus a half. The Milwaukee Brewers full game run line minus one and a half. The Houston Astros minus one and a half Boston Red Sox versus Tampa Bay Rays over eight and a half runs and the LA Dodgers first five money line on to the right side of your screen for my picks for today as a reminder I have the Washington Nationals first five money line the San Francisco Giants first five money line Kansas City Royals first five run line plus a half Boston Red Sox first five run line plus a half and the Oakland Athletics first five money line moving down to the left hand side of your screen right next to Mr. Magnuson here you see the Wednesday Warrior now in the flesh the Atlanta Hawks plus eight on their spread and then right to the right side of that the Wednesday parlay pop off the three picks Atlanta Hawks plus eight Milwaukee Brewers first five run line minus a half and the Oakland Athletics first five money line once again right around plus 450 odds for that bad boy let's get a special play to the window there you have them there they are today's best bets of the day now you you might see some additional text on here that uh didn't get into didn't discuss didn't didn't talk about oh well first things first hammer them in lock them home sprinkle a little bit of dough down whatever you like to say just make sure you get today's ttl crew best bets of the day in at whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book but moving right along uh you see said money line dice man every time i grab that the power i feel so you see right up here in this direction the money line dice you know the deal we love them they're great the all-knowing ever-present ever-popular money line dice are set to make their role for today's matchup between the colorado rockies and the seattle mariners so moving right along into the next segment today's money line dice roll of the day the dice have made it to set, ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy! You know we were uh, we were the Marlins and Sox off yesterday from having a huge day. And Marlins, yes, sorry, I was based on that. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think all yours are back in action. I think this mine are. I know mine are back in action. Yeah. I think the special play is back in action. Yeah, I mean we've had some. Pretty, I don't know the record off the top of my head, but since we brought that parlay pop-off onto the show, we've had some pretty damn good success with it. Pretty good success with it, and uh, everything appears to be well. Now it's just the dice turn. The dice is turn? I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, not an Eng- I'm not an English major, all right? But it's their turn to give us their best bets for today. One more time, Rockies versus Mariners. So, as always, partner... Quick little setup here, because I pretty much got this bad boy down at this point. All if right. you could lay the scene for us, I will. who is the home team? Who is the away team? Who's the fave? Who's the dog? What's the total? Any additional storylines we need to be looking at or the dice needs to have knowledge of before they roll on this table? Right. So, as my partner mentioned, Rockies versus Mariners. This one is in Seattle. 
we were scratching our heads with this one because there's a lot of uh, interesting spots, interesting fade spots, but they all kind of clash all together into, uh, you know, a big stay away as far as on the pod picks for us. So we let the dice roll in those cases. You've got Herman Marquez, righty for the Rockies on the mound versus lefty Justice Sheffield. Now we know the stories. Rockies terrible on the road. However, they do hit lefties a little bit better. Justice Sheffield kind of all over the place. 5-6 uh, record, 5.65 ERA. Uh, not too far off from Marquez. 5-6 record, 4.26 ERA. Rockies coming in at minus 110. Mariners minus 105. Rockies on the run line, minus one and a half at plus 145, while the Mariners plus one and a half is minus 170. The over-under in this game is at eight and a half right now. Uh, the under is getting a little bit more of, uh, you know, a little bit more favoritism there, minus 113, over minus 105. Some sharp money, big money coming in on the Mariners, 53% of bets on the Mariners, 63% of the money. I mentioned a little bit of conflicting Backing spots, fade spots. I like Herman Marquez, but on the road, he's been a little bit shaky. His uh, home ERA is very, very solid. Let's see if I can get his road ERA, unless my partner is just about ready. Son, I am. I'm he is more than ready. Killing so the game right home, now. 5.74 ERA for Marquez on the road compared to Justice Sheffield's 4.96 ERA at home. So these pitchers, uh, Justice Sheffield has been a little shaky. Uh, Herman Marquez, when you get him at home, he's solid, but on the road, who fucking knows? So we turn to the dice to see what they would like us to do. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't have, couldn't have said all of that in that introduction any better myself. Uh, gotta figure something out here with it popping up right on the screen. Uh, if anybody knows anything about it popping up right on the screen, I don't think I can because I, obviously I can put it away right away, but whatever. Just wanted to say something. Uh, but without further ado, it is now time... For the dice to enter the chat if you will they are now live on screen beautiful the money line dice now for those of you who have yet to cop your own set what the hell are you doing what what are you waiting on these pristine dice continue to get us to the window day in and day out. They now have an official record of 21, 23, and 1 on the pod after a bit of a rough middle patch here, but they have yeah. been chipping the hell out of that record here lately, and I think they continue to keep it going. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get in to today's roll of the day. Alrighty. As always, first roll, home or away, are we siding with the Rocks on the road or the M's at home in T-Mobile Park? We will soon find out, each and every one of us, in three, in two, in one. The home team Mariners. Home team Mariners. I was very interested in their first five run line plus. Only thing I didn't mention in the intro is that the Mariners are pretty damn hot right now. Yeah, they are real doggone hot, especially at home. So the dice have selected the Mariners. Will they be going ATS or Moneyline? Once again, we will all find out in three, in two, in one. Moneyline. Moneyline. That's actually good because they've got the uh, spread as plus one and a half for the Mariners. So Love it. Love it. There it is. Love it. First selection of the day from the Moneyline dice, the Seattle Mariners. Moneyline. Will they be doubling down on this ticket to get it to the window? Will they be telling us to re-roll everything and they uh, had a little bit of off-lighting in the studio to get things started? Or are we just going to skip it all and go to the total as the last few picks have been? Once again, 
in three, in two, in one. Oh, wild, wild roll. Home, Home money, line. money line. Oh, baby. Oh, Double baby. Down for the dice. They say, what are, you, what are you guys thinking here? It's the fucking Rockies on the road. What are we talking about here? They know the deal. They have made their choice. The dice have spoken! If you want a guaranteed take a ticket to the window tonight, you don't believe the two of us, you don't believe anything we say, even though we are hot, 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 believe the dice. In the dice we trust, dice we trust. one more time, Seattle Mariners. Money line. Double down by the money line dice for today's roll of the day. Got to get some power shots of our hammer in here too. Thank you so much, Dice. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much, you, Dice. So once again, if you've been lacking, been waiting around not getting your own set of Moneyline Dice and having them give you pristine plays like the Seattle Mariners Moneyline tonight, they double down. They don't mess around. You want your own set, head on over to MoneylineDice.com. Down in this episode's description, we put in the link and we actually give you a nice code you can use at checkout as well. No merchandise is off limits. Put it all in your cart. Get whatever you want. And then enter code TTL10 once you're ready to check out and you're going to get 10% off your first order on MoneyLineDice.com. So get your own Moneyline Dice. Start rolling with the crew and let's cash the Mariners Moneyline tonight. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. We appreciate you. And that concludes... Today's Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. As always, let me uh, get situated because it's about time to uh, switch gears here. Oh, boy. For the second half of today's show. I've been waiting for this. Let me get those. Thank you, Dice. You, you, We appreciate you, you more than we know, or more than you know. The people on the opposite side of that camera love you more than you know. Let's cash some tickets. We'll see you on tomorrow's show. Peace and love. All right, for you guys about time for uh both of our favorite portions of the show where mm -hmm. we really get to talk some shit and lay some stuff down but first things first if you're one of the kind gambling folks that just stops by the ttl pod for the best bets the special plays the analysis the trends everything in between and you're about to head on out of here for the day peace and love we can't tell you how much we appreciate you we hope you have a spectacular rest of your wednesday and we will meet you at the pay window this evening with all that being said don't stay away too long now uh we got to see you back tomorrow on wednesday's show because uh we got more bank uh, more books to bankrupt and we need your help doing it one play at a time was just on a roll right there. Yeah, we got and, more uh, banks to you know banks pop, to book rupt. pop into because we, we, we got all this money that we, we bankrupted all these books from. So. We, we got more banks to book rupt. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. If you're out of here once again, see you on tomorrow's show. But for those of you sticking around for the next portion, let me quickly make a move here as the producer of the show. Now I am the back to the host of the show. <laughs> It is time for today's Rants and Reactions! Let's get after it, partner. Let's do it. Drop it into first gear. Kick it back just a tiny bit because I'm pretty gassed up to talk about yeah. some stuff here today <laughs> and talk some shit, my friend. All right, without further ado... First things first, as always, partner, you're looking great over there. Oh, Your it. bets are coming off just stupendously. Mm -hmm. How you feeling? How you doing? Anything to uh, report right off the bat? Anything you oh, can? No. 
nothing going on. We got the, uh, you know, no action on it today, but my socks tipping up, tipping off, uh, first pitch underway here in 30 minutes. So, uh, you know, a little morning, uh, morning central standard time baseball action. So, Hey, you love to see it. You do sometimes. I mean, uh, typically as a, uh, during the work day, you prefer that, uh, your favorite teams on at the night time when you can actually watch it. But Hey, Eh, you know, you know, work smirk. We uh, maybe we'll throw it on the TV. Who knows? We grind, but it'll probably be on in the background. Yeah. You know, we got to do a little something, something there. But let's get into it. Speaking of the MLB, why don't we just get things started here? Because I don't even want to wait any longer. Uh, the war on sticky stuff rages on, ladies and gentlemen. It has become insane. And last night, in my opinion, is a terrible look for baseball. <laughs> if laughable, you, laughable. If you were, first of all, being the MLB, concerned about your ratings and viewership, well, you're kicking your own self in the nuts right now because that looks terrible. Max Scherzer, Mad Max, we all saw it. He gets frisked down. Everything happens. And here's Mad Max. He is ripping off his hat, throwing his glove. Belt comes off. Pants are about uh, halfway down. Uh, and then the arms, oh, 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 wait, 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 relax, whatever. Well, this all stemmed from Joe Girardi wanting a check. Joe Girardi was just pissed off that his team was getting burnt, that the Phils, who I told you are struggling at the plate right now, are continuing to struggle and are not going to touch Mad Max because he is dealing right now. And uh, gotta stir up the pot a little you bit, you know, gotta stir the pot a little bit. So, the first one of the night was Mad Max losing his mind. Anything that you drew from that, anything that your first initial saw, thought, seeing the first official pitcher check? Well, I mean, the one that we the one that made real headlines was uh, the one that was mid mm. mid inning, you know, mm. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, he was already frustrated, uh, you know, after the first one. I, yeah. You know, I don't know what the full protocols. I definitely don't know after what we watched last night. Not even just that game alone. Mm. I don't know what's going on out here. Mad Max was obviously just not not having it. You know, just check me. Like I I I have nothing to. I, nothing I got to nothing. Fear. Like I got what, nothing. What are we doing out here? So just absolutely it's an embarrassment man it's yeah. embarrassing it doesn't make baseball look no. good i'll tell you that and i'm like am i gonna stop watching no because i love the game but i mean it's just it, it makes it laughable it, it really does i mean and then you go into the second incident of the evening and you have uh sergio romo who <laughs> get comes off off of his uh performance starts walking off the the mound walking and he gets to about even with the third base umpire um, and probably about oh, 10 yards away from him or so and the third base umpire says something to him and, and who knows in relation to hey got to check here whatever and he kind of Ramon or uh, Sergio I say Romo uh, Sergio looked up and uh, he kind of looked like what 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 are you saying and uh, the ump repeated it and that sent Sergio through the roof mm-hmm. took his hat off threw it at the ump took his glove off threw it at the ump took his belt right the hell off and threw it at the <laughs> ump and then proceeded to unzip his pants and drop them around his ankles right on the third base line in front of everyone uh yeah these pitchers ain't fucking having it no man and i tweeted last night if you didn't see it think about it if you are at your office and a security guard comes to your desk every time that you decide to leave it for the day and frisks you for any illegal items when you specially know that you have nothing to hide or doing anything illegal you're probably going to be pretty pissed off too. Yeah, not to mention more than once. Like, what are we doing out here? More than once in one single game? Like, come on. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, obviously, Girardi was getting 
pissed on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and he had to do anything yeah, I mean, he could. Well, that's the thing. There's no I mean, sh- they, it's, there's so many guys that have no shame. They I mean, were checking his bald spot for yeah, fuck's sake. I mean, what like, are we doing? Like, maybe you have some type of concern about that, but chances are Joe Girardi was like, we got to stir something up and see if we can get him off of his game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's Bush League. Like I said, there's a lot of these that's guys have no Bush shame League. and they don't give a shit. They'll do whatever they got to do to get an edge in baseball. Uh, in any major and sport, hence, for that being. Any major, in any major sports, but henceforth with whatever we were talking about with the sticky stuff, guys are trying to get ahead in the game, and that's no different with managers trying to pull some weirdo bullshit here. But, uh, you know, man, it's 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 laughable. I mean, Rob Manfred, you know, it, even before all this, it was pretty clear that he was pretty out of touch with the game of baseball and didn't yeah. actually know what the fans want, what the players want, what anyone wants for that fucking matter. And, uh, you know, I don't know how he can watch that and say, yeah, we're doing something right here. <laughs> yeah, that makes it makes zero like, sense. Let's keep it going. I mean, uh, There's no way. Yeah, like I said, the literally the MLB and Manfred are kicking themselves in the nuts right yeah. now. Like they are, they are ruining their own game. I mean, it it's just it's become a a fact of life now that at least within the last five years, Rob Manfred has to come up with something to ruin the game. And then in, in the last four or five years, the main point for them as far as marketing ratings has been like oh we have to cater to a younger audience our audience is yeah. dying off baseball is an old sport all of our fans are north of 50 60 mm-hmm. and this only slows down the game makes it even more embarrassing and it's just it's just absurd it's an I, atrocity I, I, it doesn't help anything it's 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 no. I don't have anything else to say. I've said it once. I'll say it a million times more. The war on sticky stuff will continue to rage on. I dare I say even by maybe 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, we might have more content coming out. We're going to see more out. of that shit from oh, last it's, night. It's, it's going to be happening, and these pitchers are not going to be one. They're not going to have it because the pitchers are now following the rules. Okay, batters, fuck you. We'll listen to you. We'll do whatever. We'll stop. Okay, no big deal. We won't even use sunscreen. We won't even use uh, any rosin. We won't use nothing. And then you guys have the audacity without any suspicion, any nothing, and then now we're going to do these checks. Pitchers are going to be going through the roof, and we're going to be seeing some shit, my friend. Well, not to mention, as we... I thought uh, you had nothing left to say. Sorry, no, I thought of something (laughs) else. I mean, not to mention, you know, we talked about Glasnow talking about how it that like he thought it truly led to him getting injured. Yeah, no idea if this is the case with these two guys. But now you see Max Fried and Mark Stroman going on to the IL. Mm-hmm. Still have no idea if that is any correlation with that. But I mean, it raises questions, no doubt. So yeah, let's move off of it. We'll see, man. We will continue to cover it. We will continue to discuss it. We will continue to rant and react about it. But for now, we're going to put it to bed because uh, I think in a few short hours, hot take right here, we're going to be seeing a few more pitchers go through the fucking roof. I mentioned the Sox start at 1130, so it might be within the hour. You know, that's why I said by 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, because like you give it about a half hour, hour for the game to roll along. I, who knows? Oh, no. Who knows, folks? I'm telling you, this is. I, I've been telling you I for guess. the last week and a half that shit is going to start popping off. Everybody's like, ah, they're just, they're fooling, they're fool. Shit is popping yeah. off right now, and we are going to continue to cover every fucking second of it. Make sure you also follow the TTL page because we will put out the videos, we'll put out the stories, we'll do all that stuff so you can instantly be updated turn on those notifications bang as soon as we treat something you got it you got the best bets you got the the pod whatever you want turn it on quick little reminder there for you but uh that about does it for the mlb trevor bauer last 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 thing trevor bauer is going to be uh i think we're going to see some uh similar mac mad max stuff from that guy tonight tonight Mm, yeah yeah that is a very good that is a little late night action 
Trevor yeah. Bauer is going to have. If he doesn't have anything goofy like that, he'll have something to say about it. Oh, there'll be something going on. Yeah. There will be something coming from Trevor Bauer. So you heard it here first. Make sure you tune into the Dodgers and Padres game. You already should be because you should have the, the Dodgers' first five money line hammered in with mags. So you should already be tuned in. Get ready for some more fireworks to happen in the MLB tonight. I cannot wait. This, this is getting out of control. But that does it for the MLB. Quick pit stop by the gridiron, the NFL. Few things to talk about. Nothing crazy, crazy to discuss. Mm. But a video came out yesterday, if you did not see, of uh, Jameis Winston and his offseason workouts. Now, boys and girls, if you don't know of these legendary workouts, they never fail to disappoint. Uh, In this one, he had two tackling dummies uh, set up, and he was basically working on ball security and footwork. Well, the ball security was about 75% there because the ball hit him in the knees about six times, and the footwork was about 5% there, and that might even be generous. Um, I don't know how an NFL quarterback can have any type of movement with how heel heavy he is. I yeah, mean, man. it's like he he just stomps his heels into the ground. I mean, hey, no hate on Jameis. Hope he has a great year in, in New Orleans. Hope he is. That is his starting job. We'll see. Got his eyes fixed last offseason, my man. Got his eyes got his fixed. Got his eyes fixed. No more Jameis Squinston. Who, who know? You know? No more Jameis Squinston. I like it. Uh, but, you know... Yeah, he, I told you yesterday, his footwork looks uh, similar to my footwork. I've got some pretty heavy fucking feet. Yeah, and, I mean, he, uh, he, I've he never looked, tried to do those workouts, but I've got some slow-ass feet. Yeah, I mean, he looks like he's got cinder blocks attached to his feet. I don't know what happened from the NFL uh, or from Florida State to the NFL, but it's like his feet have been the only part of his body that have gained any weight. Right. They've just consistently got worse and worse. <laughs> I don't understand it. So if you want a good laugh... Type in on Twitter, Jameis Winston NFL Workout, and it will be all over your screen. It is electric to watch. Get a good, 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 nice little laugh from it. Uh, But also, one thing uh, I came across, a young lady I am extremely, or I I respect so highly, I'm a huge fan of, uh, love her work, uh, Mina Kimes. She, uh, she's, shit, she is just top notch. I could go on and on, uh, all day for her. And she, she could talk fucking circles around me when it comes to the NFL. And that's my favorite sports out of anything, period. Came out yesterday with her top five running back list. Did it. you happen to I see it? I missed this, no. So it was, you know, and she started it off saying, oh boy, Carolina fans are really going to be mad at me for this one. Oh but boy. five running backs, her top five in the NFL right now. Nick Chubb, number one. Okay. Derrick Henry, number two. Okay. A.K. Alvin Kamara, number three. Okay. Aaron Jones, number four. Okay. Dalvin Cook, number five. Okay. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Would you add anyone in there? Is is Christian McCaffrey being off of that list due to his 75% of the season being missed last year? You have to think so because I, I want to put him in there, but it's But what do we put, know? It's tough to put those five out. And like when previous... I'm, I'm higher on Dalvin Cook, actually. I think he is... Uh, I think he might be number three. Yeah, on that dude, list, the way he opinion. shredded your Packers in Green Bay Not last year. Not even just that. Holy I mean, shit. Sheesh. He was, he's, uh, yeah, he's the real deal. But, yeah, he uh, is the real deal. Uh, Holy I don't know who to take off there. Maybe I would swap, and I like this guy a lot. Maybe I would swap Kamara and McCaffrey. Maybe. Uh, I, and uh, it's, I, I maybe. Think it's, <laughs> yeah. I maybe. think you put, if you put, say, let's go top six, and then you throw McCaffrey in there, then I think those top six are, you know, you can kind of revolve them around a little bit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I uh, I don't hate the list. 
I think I 150% concur with it. Really? Um, you know, I, I think deservedly CMC is off the list because we've seen a lot of RBs in the past that have gotten those same exact injuries. Right. And they, I've been saying a lot today, they get a seat on the struggle bus and that's that's it. Do yeah. I think that's what's going to happen with Christian McCaffrey? No, we've seen him live and in person. Yeah. And uh, he is a fucking specimen yeah, for being is. a running back. I know all NFL guys are, but he is a but specimen. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think he comes back. He has a bounce back season. They're going to need him in Carolina, especially with his veteran leadership kind of now uh, behind Sam Darnold. Right. And then they're going to need, need that ability, especially to get some of the pressure off of Sam Darnold and get him comfortable back throwing to some of those quality receivers again. Yeah, I think it's all about him staying on the field because if he's on the field, then he's top They're great. five. Yeah. And, and, but, I mean, there's still that concern that he would, uh, you know, bounce back out of lineup. Well, what, two years ago in fantasy, he was the highest scoring running back in fantasy by like 154 points. Something like that. And the closest, like the second closest was 154 points away. Like right. nobody touched him. So right. I think 2021 could be a return for Christian McCaffrey. Well, speaking of bounce back, bounce backs, uh, Saquon Barkley posted a video of him mm. back on the field. Oh, he is back on the field. He, oh yeah. He posted, I think it was from his own page, like pretty well-crafted, like very clear that he's trying to show that he is back and his footwork is immaculate back what it was even better because uh yeah it was a solid video so take a look at it because i i'm a big fan of saquon and i think he's gonna have a bounce back year himself yeah i am as well it was against my bears last year so i felt so terrible him getting hurt right right um because i love him too i mean coming out of penn state he he was somebody you talked about all during his run in the ncaa so geez i i absolutely love him and i i i think uh mr 13 what's that his number I think it was, oh, shit. That doesn't sound right. I don't think it is either. I think right. that's Sterling Shepard, uh, if they even still have Sterling Shepard. I don't know. I got to get, we keep saying this. We got to dive back into the NFL. Goodness gracious. 75-day uh, mark will be uh, the last <laughs> time I say that for me. We are now at 78 officially. So uh, going to keep counting it down day by day. Hopefully some more uh, funny, interesting stuff comes out today from the NFL. But that's about it uh, from all of that. We could go down the rabbit hole of everything uh, else that everybody else is talking about. But y- you come here to get some different shit, a little bit of a disconnect, not what you can get on every other sports media outlet, as if I don't say that enough already, but moving right along. On to the hardwood. NBA playoffs last night. You had the Phoenix Suns. Suns in four! And the Los Angeles Clippers with PG-13 on the line with the Clippers up 103 to 102. He builds a brick house in Phoenix, and the Suns get the rebound. Yeah, it's bizarre, man. I don't know what's going on. What I the mean, hell? Playing pretty damn well, uh, but then this postseason, whatever's going on at the free throw line with him, I mean, it's not Giannis or Ben Simmons level bad by any means. It's not like under 50% bad. No. But it ain't Paul George good. It ain't good at all. It ain't that good. It ain't good uh, at all. You know, when you're doing that in the most critical of moments, which would have uh, obviously changed the outcome of that game, it's a rough look. It's a very rough look. You know, man, the the game was in the balance. It was on his fingers right there. That is that those are the guys that need to be getting it done. And uh, And he's the guy without Kawhi. He is is the guy. He is the guy. And they have to depend on that. So, um, I mean, if they can't depend on him, that's Suns and four, my friend. Sure. That's Suns and four. Because who knows? Kawhi is still in the air. You're not wrong. I, I would be shocked if he came back. Uh, but it sounds like Chris Paul could be back for game three. And that's not uh, good at all. Third straight series, Clippers go down 
Not saying they're coming back. Definitely not saying that. But it is the third trade series. Yeah, well, I think we'll they see. get. I think they get at least one here in LA. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, the other matchup on tonight's docket: the other two of the four teams left in the NBA playoffs, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks. Yep. Already uh, told you our picks. Everything uh, you know where my partner lies. Um, I'm just not buying it. I think there is something that's going to happen. Something that just it's the, the public is way too high on the Bucks. Um, my partner is now high on the Bucks because they took out his net picks, Nets picks. So then he flipped over to the Bucks. That's fishy to me in and of itself. Oh, I told Every, you, I told you, whoever won that series, then I'm gonna flip my pick. I've been all over the Nets the whole time. Now they won it. Now I'm gonna take back the Bucks. I don't know, man. I just think the public is way too all over the Bucks. Uh, did they win the championship last year? No. Uh, do I think they win it again this year? No. And I just don't think that they have the firepower when it comes down to it. And the Hawks have shown that they have ice in their damn veins when it comes down to it. I don't know where it's come from because it wasn't there all season long. I'll tell you that. Lost a good a good chunk of change on those mm-hmm. Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm a believer now. Yeah, they I don't know where it's out, come from. They figured something out the last couple of weeks of the season. Because yeah, as you mentioned, they were pretty disappointed for a good chunk of the season. Obviously in the playoff picture, but not quite where people thought they would be. In the last couple of seasons, they figured something out. I'm very interested to see what their game plan is defensively against Giannis. If they stick to that blueprint that the Nets followed that was laid down last year by the Miami Heat who took them down. I'm very interested to see if they have the the personnel to stick with that blueprint. Uh, because, I mean, obviously it didn't work out for a full game seven for the Nets. But there was some serious points where... They're making Giannis uncomfortable. So I'm yep. very curious to see if they are able to do any type of that tonight. Yeah, I, I think they will be. I, I think they're going to have a pretty balanced attack. You know, uh, Bogdan, Bojan, however you, uh, yeah, however you say that. And then uh, I think Clint Capello do something. And then um, who's who's the third? Not, I want to say Harris. John Collins? But, yes, John Collins. Uh, you see, I, I'm showing my true colors. I keep telling you I'm not the NBA guy. I just <laughs> like the stats and trends and love to cap it. Uh, but yeah, I think they will have a three-headed attack on Giannis or at least a two-headed attack and then I think I think that Collins can shut down Middleton I think he can okay I really do I I don't think I think Chris Middleton has just gotten really lucky with some of his matchup in these last couple games and you know when it's when it's been on the line it's Chris Chris has not showed up and neither is Giannis so I I don't know I mean I mean, they have. <laughs> I mean, they just beat the Nets in seven. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I guess, I, I kind of, <laughs> earlier on I guess, I kind of recant that statement. Earlier on in the series, I guess, so 50 50 I kind of recant that statement, but <laughs> I don't know. I just, I think it's going to be back to that same old tune. I just think that the Nets were too fucking hurt. I think that the matchups were in so in the favor of Chris Middleton and Giannis at that fucking point. I don't. I think those numbers are fugazi. I, I really do. Okay. I think that they're going to return back to what we have seen from those two guys all season long, yeah. and that is being guys who should be fucking all-stars and who should be in the MVP conversation, but can't put the ball in the basket at the end of the damn day. And I think that's what's going to loom heavy. Okay, They might play good defense, but the offense is going to be a bit of a struggle for these bucks. Per me, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if the Hawks take it tonight, though. Yeah, who knows? We'll we'll see. I haven't really looked at uh, money and bets here recently. No, I haven't. Uh, to see, well, uh, what the hell? We're a betting show. Why yeah, not why look not? at it right now while we're talking about it? So uh, uh, yeah, while you're doing that, quickly draft lottery last night. Oh. Our bulls, big old strikeout, big old strikeout. Needed the top four pick, didn't get that. Not only did they not get that, and I tweeted it out last night. Divisions obviously mean out of the four major sports, NBA divisions mean the least out of all of them. However, you do still play them more than the other teams in the league. 
But the Cavs and Pistons getting top three picks also hurts a little bit. But uh, hey, no guard packs, so we are mm. moving on, and the sky is bluer than it was a year or two ago. Yeah. Well, uh, per the Action Network, uh, sometimes you hate to see this when all of their signals are just lighting up across lighten up the board. The board uh, for some reason, when they're all just like that, it did. I don't know. It doesn't hit. It, right. It's just too I don't, good to be I, true. It's too good to be too true. Good I don't understand true. it. Now that being said, uh, Mike Budenholzer is sixty-seven, forty-seven, and two ATS since joining Milwaukee in twenty eighteen as a home favorite. Okay. So you have that to contend with. But three refs on the floor tonight: Tyler Ford, Zach Zarbar, or Zarba, and Eric Lewis. Combined record of eleven and thirteen for ATS for home teams for those three refs. 11 and 13 ATS for those three refs. And okay. then uh, bet money split percent on the spread. Milwaukee getting 38% of the bets, so getting the less and getting 68% of the money. So that is generally not a good signal you like to see. But I'm still all over the Hawks plus yeah. eight because then you look to the money line and it's a bit fishy because the Bucks are getting 70% of the money and not, or 70% of the bets and 90% of the money. So can you say severe monetary liability? Right. Uh, know yeah not i don't exactly, know if i'm buying it not exactly the best indicator not as bad as when you have like 90 plus percent on the bets and then a lot you know a lot closer on the money splits mm-hmm. that's typically a big indicator that the public is wrong yeah yep so you know not the best indicator like my partner just mentioned but not as bad as it could be yeah so uh i'm, I'm glad you also mentioned the draft lottery because what a shit show for bolts nation my friend yeah, not like Gosh. i mean it's not like it's the I, end of the world but a what top we, four pick would have been real nice what are we gonna change man like it's are we miraculously gonna see the start of the no season in our packs in, that's all uh, i Okay. okay. It's a different okay. uh, different feel in there. Okay. The feeling was a tiny bit back for us. I actually had some feeling watching the games. Obviously, didn't end up how we wanted it. But yeah, there was a little bit of enjoyment towards the end with Vooch being on the court. Vooch in a Chicago uniform looks yeah, really yeah, good. I, mean, I, I still can't love lie. that combo. I think they. I mean, I don't think they're going to come in with the exact same team. I think they make at least. One I just want to see the most. Bulls in the fucking postseason, dude. I, know, I just want to see them in the postseason. Just give them a shot. Just. I don't even care if they're the eighth seed. I don't care if they're the tenth seed now with mm-hmm. this new play and shit. I will take that. Just give them a shot. I I want to watch Bulls playoff basketball, so damn it. So I know I. you more than me I for know. crying out loud. So, Yeah, I mean, you mentioned we'll it always happens. at the top of the pod, the Packers and White Sox, my fandom, my Bulls fandom. Bulls is damn near yeah. even deeper. Like It's right It's right, it's right up on there. the same line as, as yeah. the other two. It, they, it, just since we've been friends, they have not had much to show for. Yeah, that is <laughs> that is pretty damn, damn spot on. That is pretty spot on. Uh, but that does it. NBA, anything going on there, we'll be sure to keep you updated with the uh, storylines, everything coming out for the injuries the upcoming games yada 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 and if you're tailing me let's keep the fingers crossed boys let's keep it rocking and rolling atlanta hawks nba championship baby let's keep it rocking and per our mags if they get through the box he's coming over to our side so fingers crossed fingers and toes but you can't see the toes so moving right along last pit stop for the day the nhl ice starting it off Holy shit, my Habs, baby, 4-1 victory over the Golden Knights last night as plus 220 underdogs. What the hell is going on on the ice, my friend? I don't know, my man. I, I'm starting to buy into uh, your uh, your Habs uh, green tea leaves that you're sipping over there, or whatever mm, I'm trying to say. Mm. You're going to hit at least one of these. I mean, you got the Habs, you got the Islanders, you got the Hawks. One of these three fucking teams is going to come through for you. So what I think happens is that we go back to Montreal. Okay. 
the Vegas Golden Knights beat the absolute dog shit out of them okay. in something crazy because they'll be at like a plus 160 underdog at, at open right, at, at home. home. Yeah. And then we'll go back to Vegas. Montreal will once again tick up to a plus 220, 210 underdog because they got their teeth kicked in. Sure. And then it's going to be the same story. Vegas is going to shit the bed in front of their home team and the Habs are going to move on. That's my hot take. Everybody keeps saying that the Habs are dead and they are still clearly not dead yet. So maybe they get it done at home, but I, I, say, I see it going seven I, and I, them kicking the teeth out of the Golden Knights on the road. In seven? I, I definitely see that happening. That does sound like it's very viable. It wouldn't shock me if Carey Price puts in a monumental performance at home in game six. That would not yeah. surprise me. Either. Yeah, not, I, I think you're correct on that too. And then one uh, from the other matchup going yeah. on right now the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and New York Islanders you know I wanted to put the Islanders as our Wednesday warrior today but partner wasn't all so bought in after that 8-0 uh, 8-0 thrashing in Tampa Bay you know I think this line is back to where it is because of the you Islanders know what it is? Uh, yeah it's like plus 160 I believe really? okay uh, and it's rated right now on action too at plus 110 so sure. that's like a B plus grade so okay. it, it's not bad um I see them getting the win. I definitely do. And then, you know, I've predicted the whole time Habs, Isles game or finals, but I don't I don't know if the Isles are running out of steam or if some of these weird calls from the ref are getting in their mentality, if they're not just playing the game and playing that physical game that they always have, because they didn't look physical uh, back on Monday. So I don't know. I'm still high on the aisles. I'm still high on the abs. I think they both, those are still my finals picks because it's just nobody's looking at them. Nobody's looking at them at all. And I think they still have the firepower to get it done. But I know you're uh, more leaning on the lightning, but. No, not necessarily tonight. Not necessarily tonight. Well, not just, I just overall. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think the lightning make it through. I don't know if it's going to be tonight or in seven, but uh, it does seem like the Lightning at home are going to be a little too tough and stingy for the Isles. Yeah, there, there's something to get through, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, don't I don't know, man. I just don't know. Like you with the NBA, I, uh, I'm not even much of an NHL capper. I'm just a... Uh, uh, an interested third party who enjoys watching the, the mayhem. So yeah, the Stanley Cup has been absolutely terrific lately. So uh, we'll we'll see what shakes out. But uh, man, I I am still high on both dogs just with how these series are shaken out and where like everything that you think should be happening, the opposite is happening. Right. So uh, I'm gonna keep going with the opposite. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to hammer in my aisles once again tonight. So make sure as a reminder, in case I do or in case Mags has anything additional he wants to add, follow us on the Action app. Been talking about it this whole time. If you ain't got it, you need to download it. It takes your betting to the next level. Uh, Follow me at cash underscore with underscore Colt. Follow Mags at rmags in all caps. And then you can follow all of the Talking the Line picks at Talking the Line. If you miss a show or miss anything in between, don't have a chance to go to the video or go to a podcast. Uh, We put it all there for you on the Action app so you can see all of our picks, see our record, track all of our plays, everything in between. Make sure you follow us there. Uh, in addition, quick reminder to uh, link tree in this description. If you didn't hear it in the intro, first link up at the top. It has all of our social platforms, all of our additional content, and we'll have content soon to come. Uh, new content we plan on rolling out rather uh, rather shortly. Not uh, not anything too crazy. We still got a bunch of loose ends and shit to tie up. Because uh, remember, we are only two guys, and uh, there is a million and one thing that uh, we are trying to accomplish at once. So wearing a bunch of hats over here, but beyond grateful and blessed to be able to wear all those hats on a daily basis still i i i am uh 
beyond overwhelmed every time you guys stop by, every time you guys show some kind words, feedback, whatever the case might be. Uh, it, just no words, <laughs> no words. I can't thank you guys enough. You guys are awesome, awesome, awesome. And uh, anything else, rants and reaction-wise, uh, I didn't get into, didn't talk about, didn't discuss any late-breaking news before uh, I pay these folks a little bit back for their kindness with a little motivation minutes. Nothing too wild going on. All right. Nothing going on. Well, let me pay it forward to you guys and uh, show some love. If you didn't hear at the top of the show, it's time for my motivation minutes. And my message on today for today is on spreading a little bit of love. I wanted to challenge you guys today because I'm kind of getting tired of seeing it. All the hate, all the drama, all the left and right and gray white black and, and who who knows where anybody lies and it's just all toxic there are so many people that are close to my heart that i see feeding into that toxicity on a daily basis and i don't care if you're green pink purple orange blue if you're a it's socialist this that i don't care what you are i love you i appreciate you your life matters. I don't care about all that other bullshit. You know well by now that you can come to the TTL pod in a place that you're not going to find any of that stuff or any of that toxic energy or any of that negativity. And I want to challenge you guys to start sharing some of this energy with everybody that you come in contact with. What, whatever your first judgment or the first thing that crosses your mind when you think about somebody Turn that away and show them love. Don't play into the negativity. Don't play into all the nonsense and the drama. Just show them love. And maybe it's not somebody who is on an opposing side of you. Maybe it's somebody who's really close to you because there's another part to this too. And if it's somebody who's really close to you, think about how often you take the time to say I love you and I appreciate you you might be surprised how little you do. And maybe you do a lot, but how much do, do you mean it? How much, when you say it, there is that connection, there is that, I love you, I appreciate you more than you know. How often have you been showing that lately? As the world opens up, as we all go back about our lives, how many of you have gotten right back into the fucking rat race and have forgotten love and kindness and that other humming beings are populating this planet. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much to show a little bit of love, a little bit of kindness, and make this world a little bit of a better place. Just because everybody else is negative and angry and pissed off doesn't mean you have to be too. You can feed into that or you can change the energy, you can change the vibes, you can change everything and just start spreading a little bit of love. It's not that hard. I told Max first thing when he walked in this morning, I said, hey, love you, man. I appreciate you being around. I appreciate you being here. And I meant it. Looked him in the eyes, man to man. It's, it's this fucking guy. Uh, but take the time to do that. That's my challenge to you today. Take the time to do that. It costs you nothing. And you will actually find out that it only adds value to your life. Because the more you stay angry and fester in other, uh, about other people or the hate or the toxicity or the gossip or the drama, the more you fester in that, the more it's only going to hurt you. 
because a wise woman once told me that worrying about other people and their issues and their drama and being upset at somebody else is like drinking poison and hoping it kills them. Doesn't work out very well. You're generally going to be the one pushing up daisies. So stop drinking the poison and start giving out love. That's my challenge to you today. Anybody you come in contact with, anywhere you're at, radiate love. Show that you're different. Show that you are a light in the darkness. And just spread a little bit of love today. That's all I ask. That's all I want. That's all I got to give you guys today. That does it for my Motivation Minutes. Good stuff, my man. As you said, it ain't that hard. It ain't that hard. No, not at all. I mean, it really is not, man. And us, us being is. on social media too all the time. And I don't want to get too deep into this, but uh, I mean, it, it just some of the negative and just right. goodness I mean, gracious. I mean, you and I, we, uh, still without getting into it, you and I don't agree on everything outside of sports, but that doesn't mean we're cussing each other out anytime right. it comes up. You, right. Civil conversations or just show some damn love. Man. Really, does it even ever come up? And if right. it does, yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, we're okay, cool. I see For your sure. side. I see your side. Sounds good. Yeah. Appreciate you talking about that. Yeah. Like, it, it's not hard, man. And, and you can be the change. You can. You literally can be the change. It just takes you making that change. You just have to want to show the love and stop feeding into the hate and the negativity. And as I kind of mentioned, even if someone is coming at you with negativity, doesn't mean you have to spew it right back. You ain't got to show it back. You just got to show a little love. So that's all I got to tell you folks today. Just uh, for me, let's cash some tickets and show some love, huh? <laughs> yes. That's all, that's all I ask. <laughs> for that home. That's all I ask today, all right? So it is about that time to uh, wrap up episode number 65 of the TTL podcast. Before we uh, put the cherry on top of this episode Sunday, partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on today's show on this beautiful June 23rd. 2021. How about a little uh, sports nugget here? A little uh, nugget of sports variety, okay? On this day in sports history, Barry Bonds sets the or becomes the first player and still standing as the only player to record 500 steals and 500 home runs. Obviously, wow. the home runs came first. Um, but I, anywho, Barry had speed like that. You know, before uh, before some of those uh, you yeah. know ten pound arms came yeah. onto his body, he was a nice little speedy guy. And then I think uh, you know he had enough to where he only needed a few per year to get that record. But uh, doesn't seem like that record is going to be broken anytime soon. No, the active steel eater as we stand today is Mister D Gordon with three hundred thirty three stolen bases. And he's no longer in the MLB, right? Uh, no, that's active leader. Sorry, that's the active leader. Oh, he is okay. And he's only got eighteen home runs. And there ain't nobody that's very close to him with those active steals. Nobody, uh, I think it's south of two or south of three hundred. Jeez. Um, so there ain't nobody that's gonna touch that record anytime soon. I don't know what Mike Trout's numbers are. Obviously, he's some a guy that can hit home runs and has some speed, but even still, he might have to keep. It's hard to. It's hard to be. Jesus, he gonna fast. be back this year? It's right. that, well, that even then still, but it's hard to be that fast while also having power. Right. And then as your career progresses, chances are you're going to lose some of that speed. If you know, as and then long, you're just going to add the power. Right. So wild that he was able to accomplish that in his career. That's nuts. But uh, yeah, don't. Uh, I don't know if that was 2003, early 2000s. He set that record, but uh, long-standing record, going to be long-standing. So you heard it here first. Today's nugget of sports variety 
is that Barry Bonds set the 500 home runs, 500 steals record on this date in the early 2000s. Not exactly sure of the year per Riley Magnuson, but nobody else has even come close. Not even D. Gordon, who is the active steal leader with 333 stolen bases, but only 18 home runs. Will Bonds' record stay in eternity? The jury is still out. Small club. But it sure appears to be the case. So thank you for that information, partner. We are now all smarter because of your efforts. You're welcome. I mean, could have been a little bit smarter if I knew what year it was. Nah. But, but that's all right. That's why they make the Google machine. Less important. Less hey, important. that's why they make the Google machine, my friend. We'll be all right. No problem. No harm, no foul. All right. Well, uh, just a quick little glance through here. Seems that everything is in order. Let's wrap up episode number 65. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. For myself and Mags, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have other plans. Don't stay away for too long. We will see you on tomorrow's show. And as always, let's cash some tickets.